you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at laist.com sweeps. LAist Studios. My first example of abundance in this movement was observing a lettuce plant. The lettuce plant has these beautiful little lavender-colored flowers. Of course, it puts out hundreds of them, if not thousands of them. Now, if each flower produces seeds, and each seed pod is 10 seeds, then you're suddenly sitting on 10,000 seeds. It really was amazing to me to think if we harvested carefully what nature is offering us, we could really solve our food crisis. This is How to LA, and I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. And today, we're talking about food. But as fun as it is, we're not just going out and eating for this episode. I'll reach down here now and I'll grab some of our rainbow Swiss chard, which is my favorite. It's salty. <laughs> Yum. All right, not a lot of eating at least. Instead, we're exploring food access in our city and how one organization is trying to change things up. It is exciting to see something like this happen. I remember what the goal is and what the potential of nature's abundance is, and it's much greater than what we even see today. This is Jemiah Hargens. He's a founder and executive director of CropSwap LA. We grow food on front yards using water recycling methods that create jobs, distribute it hyper-locally, and recycle water. Jemiah founded CropSwap in 2018. It does a whole lot of things for the environment and the community in South LA, but mainly, it's a response to the food insecurity crisis that we currently face. They build microfarms, which are kind of a cross between a food co-op and a community garden. Homeowners can offer up their lawns to be transformed into a mini farm that feeds crop swap participants in the community. The goal is to focus on Black and Latino neighborhoods, those that have been hardest hit by food insecurity. This food apartheid is a system that's intentionally designed by means of geographic isolation and food supply chain distribution that can limit access to many communities. We figure we'll solve all that by growing the food right here on the spot. We went to visit Jemaya at one of these farms in View Park. But first, to give us some background on the issue, we brought back our climate emergency reporter for LAist, Erin Stone. Hey, Brian. Hey, how you doing? So what are we really dealing with here? Yeah, so basically food insecurity increased in Los Angeles in 2022. A study from the University of Southern California shows that the percentage of households who experienced food insecurity over the past 12 months went from 16% in 2021 to more than 23% in 2022. Damn. Can you define what food insecurity really means? So it basically means a disruption in regular eating because of limited resources. And a food desert would mean no fresh produce, like from a market, within one mile of where you live. And it's really a cause for alarm, Brian, because food insecurity is more than just the stress of hunger. It's linked to poor nutrition, mental health challenges, heightened risk for chronic disease, and a whole bunch of other health problems. All right, but then why is this problem getting worse in L.A.? There's really not just one answer. Basically, inflation has caused food prices to skyrocket, and a lot of this is left over from the pandemic. And it's really going to take a lot of coordinated effort to get us going on a different path. 
So we're in View Park, standing in the corner of Angeles Vista and Olympiad. And we're at this really cute home. Cars are zooming by. You're taking us on an adventure, sort of, today, right? Yeah, a little, little adventure. We're going to see a, a micro farm. I see the sign right there, Asante Micro Farm. Asante means thank you in Swahili. So we wanted this to show as a thank you to the community for having us, a thank you to the homeowners for experimenting this project with us, and a thank you to our organization from the community as we work hard to provide food regularly. So tell me how you got started with all of this. I started CrossWap LA because as a parent, we needed more options. We need a greater supply of nutrient-dense hyper-local, organic, and fresh fruits and vegetables. I had my own garden in my backyard, realizing that I produced way more than I needed, and eventually got together with other gardeners to create crop swaps. But through the pandemic, we put our heads together and said, let's actually find ways to grow food intentionally. Were yes. you a gardener before, or is this totally new for you? <laughs> before 2018, I'd done a little community gardening, but certainly not with the intention of selling or creating a system of food supply. Creating a market garden is a different profession. And that's why I believe in this movement that folks need to be incentivized by jobs that pay well and have benefits and vacations so that they can really commit their minds and energies toward growing food consistently. One of the core principles of CropSwap LA is this idea of hyper-local distribution, which is basically the opposite of how we typically get food. You know, shipping in things from all over the place. Our distribution system is only within one mile of any micro farm. It's not only important because in food, of course, time matters as something is fresh, ready to be harvested, ready to be planted. But also, it's what's right. There are local nutrients under your feet. You have the right to have that transferred to you in your life. It's also a local employment system. Most of our staff live within these two miles of the micro farm or from the area somehow. And we want to show that there's value in everyone working, not only the homeowners who we also partner with in employment, but also folks who live in the community. Asante is one of three micro farms in South LA that CropSwap has built and now manages. This is a thousand square foot front yard that used to have a lot of grass and had a dog that the owners enjoy having out here, but now the puppy enjoys the backyard because the front is committed to growing food for the neighbors. Besides all of the community, environmental, and health benefits, aesthetically, this farm is beautiful. It's lush, green, it smells so fresh, it really enhances urban spaces in that way too. So I'm standing next to some beautiful red and green and yellow Swiss chard. They call it rainbow Swiss chard. There's no better name for that. There's also some five foot tall okra plants next to some dinosaur kale, some collard greens, peppers and onions. We've got tomatoes as well as heads of romaine lettuces, herbs and other squashes. So we're showing what can really be grown here on the front yard. Over 300 plants in one location here and the potential for thousands in other locations. The crops grow from sacks of compost and the whole farm is supported by an irrigation system. It recycles water and reduces water usage by a lot. In the first month after installing this micro farm and using it for a month to water crops, we noticed a 92% reduction in water usage. So we're only using 8% of the water used for grass that was here and now we're growing food for the community. Subscribers in the community pay only $36 per month or $43 with delivery and they get a three pound box of veggies every week. Our team comes out here multiple times per week to maintain the lettuces, maintain the herbs, make sure that pest control is properly done. And then every Sunday, our team also convenes here to wash, harvest, and bag these things, as well as fruit that we've harvested from other people's backyards throughout that week. 
The specific types of crops grown here at this home in the neighborhood of View Park, which is about 80% black, is no accident. We change the crops based on what the community asks of us in surveys. In some neighborhoods, we imagine there will be more collard greens, okra, and then in other neighborhoods, there may be more cilantro, tomatoes, onions, peppers. And then one day, we may show up to another neighborhood and have you know, bok choy and tatsoi and Asian greens like that. And that's another part that's great about this movement. It creates a confluence of culture and experience. And I think being a black man has opened it up particularly to black men in my circles, where we may not have felt the right or entitlement to join an urban gardening group or to spend time doing something that is like this. Asante is a model for what Jamaya hopes will become at least 400 microfarms across Los Angeles. I'm grateful that we have two fully functional microfarms and a third one underway, but we should have hundreds by the time my daughter goes off to college. We believe this is the beginning of the large movement. Although CropSwap LA is taking the lead in building these infrastructures, it's the teaching and the educational aspect for our neighbors and our schools that's really going to embed deeply the roots of this transition. You have a great organization, but of course you need money. Tell me the, about the hardships you face like growing this into a program or a community building organization. I'm fortunate that right now the intersection of need and opportunity are here. That is, politicians in office see this opportunity and need an answer to their problems. But at the same time, neighbors see the opportunity through their own lenses and they need an answer to their problems. With how quickly this has grown in the past four years, I imagine that in the future communities are going to begin demanding that micro farms be built in their areas. Jemaya has made such an impact in the community, it caught the attention of Adidas. They commissioned an artist who painted a mural of him in Lamarck Park, alongside other iconic black activists and leaders. You should definitely see it. Should I drive you by there? Right, it's right over there. Okay, yeah. I'll trail me. Yeah, I'll trail okay. you. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So Jemaya took us where the mural's at, in this corridor of a Lamarck Park that's always bustling and lively. It was golden hour, and it was pretty special to see this mural of him up there and him smiling in the sun, showing it to us. I love it, and I love that you're, we're in Lamar Park, and this is part of the culture, right? It's obviously an honor to be on the walls with others of our ancestry who've done incredible things like Lumumba and Harriet Tubman. There's Marcus Garvey around the corner. There's Nipsey Hussle right here behind us. And it's just incredible to have that as a living person. So that's my lesson in this, is to use this opportunity to inspire in ways that others did not have necessarily. All right, Aaron, so how are you feeling after we visited the farm? Do you feel inspired to start your own garden now? Yeah, I'm, I'm super inspired, Brian. I live where there are a lot of bears, so I probably won't be planting crops outside anytime soon. I'm really, I'm, I have no green thumb. I don't know how to grow anything. Everything I've tried to grow has died very quickly, but it definitely inspired me to learn how to, you know, maybe participate more in my community garden and just get involved with more local food sources. You and me both, girl. We don't got no green thumb. It's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll get better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That was Aaron Stone, climate emergency reporter for LAist. Also, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast and our newsletter. You can find it all on LAist.com slash howtola. Go check it out. That's all we have for you today, guys. 
Catch you tomorrow. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.